Well, good morning. God bless you. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm hoping to take part in this scavenger hunt that's going to take place throughout the morning and this afternoon. And only because at the end of it is the promise of a dilly bar. And that's one of my favorite things at the Dairy Queen. A butterscotch dilly bar. I want to take a moment, too, to welcome any visitors that may have joined us this morning. God bless you. We always love having you with us, and we hope that you'll come back another time. What struck me in our gospel today, the first thing that stood out was what we often see in the gospels. Jesus turning to the Father in prayer. The Father who is the eternal rock, the sovereign Lord over heaven and earth, the great I am, always present to his people. And it's this presence, as we see throughout the scriptures, is what always gave the assurance that his people needed, especially at difficult times. And the Father shares his sovereignty over heaven and earth with his Son. And this is why we see Jesus walking on top of the water. And what does the water represent? It represents what is so painfully true about our human life. It is so contingent. It is always changing, unstable, unpredictable, so much uncertainty and many unknowns such that when a person gets out of bed in the morning, it's like stepping out in faith on a sea of water and sometimes a stormy sea. Three things that stand out for our consolation and inspiration this morning. What are you and I feeling these days? What do we find that troubles our hearts? And how are we reacting to the various things around us and coming at us? Are we feeling frustrated? Are we feeling angry? Are we afraid? Do we often feel sadness and sorrow because of various losses? What troubles our hearts in this past week or these past few months? Three things. First, how beautiful we see Jesus walking toward the disciples. And how important it is for us to see that Jesus is always turned 
toward us. He's always coming toward us in whatever we are feeling, whatever we are facing, ready to hold out a hand to lead us through the dark valleys and over the troubled waters. Whatever that looks like. Secondly, Jesus is ready to speak a word. He wants to speak into that place deep within us that so often is troubled. He wants to speak a word. God is always waiting to speak. And like Elijah in the first reading, he's running from Jezebel after this encounter with the false prophets of Baal. He's now running for his life. And in that cave on Mount Horeb, like us, he needs to hear a word from the Lord. And he begins to hear it in that gentle whisper. The Lord was not in the violent earthquake. It wasn't in the violent wind. And perhaps this is something we should remember in these times. God is never in the violence. And the unredeemed anger of human beings will never accomplish the righteousness of God. Only anger that is redeemed and channeled prayerfully and peacefully into action can begin to offer a true solution. And after he hears this gentle whisper, how important it is for us to be still, to make sure we stop now and then to listen. And Elijah heard further instruction from the Lord on what to do going forward. What do we need to hear? Perhaps we need to hear Jesus say to us again, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Maybe I need to hear him say again, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Maybe I need to hear him say, peace be with you. Jesus is waiting to speak into our troubled hearts. And third, notice that Peter sinks when he takes his focus off of Jesus. <laughs> this is always our problem. We too will always sink when we take our focus off of Jesus. And when Peter looks at the wind and the, the stormy wind-tossed waves, that represents our own human assessment of things, which will always be limited. It will always fall short of what is possible in Christ. 
the new horizons that Christ is able to open up. Things that we would be able to do or not do without Christ. What can help you and I stay connected to Christ? He is the only one that can lead us through these times. And here I cannot help but think of our Adoration Chapel. What a gift this has been for our community and for so many of us. It's one of those things that is helping us to stay grounded in Jesus, spending that half hour, that hour, whether in the historic church during the day or in the Adoration Chapel throughout the night, just to be with Jesus and to reconnect again so that he can lead us through this troubled time. Jesus coming toward us, Jesus speaking to us, Jesus wanting to guide us. As we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, the same one who said these words to the disciples is the same one coming toward us as sovereign Lord over heaven and earth. Let us follow him. Amen.